Welcome to Impact the World, a podcast from West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is where we discuss topics related to how we can all love God, love people, and impact the world. Here's your host, Tara Hayes. I'm your host, Tara Hayes. Uh, It's good to be with you today. We've started something this year at West Park, a monthly ministry focus. And for the month of March, we're going to focus on renewal. So I have two very special guests with me today, Scott, who is a leader in renewal, and a participant, Caitlin. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. I am wonderful. (laughs) Scott is here under duress (laughs) because he swore he would never do a podcast again. I sat down with him previously, and we talked about renewal, just like the basics of renewal and what it looks like when you come Mm. and he said i'm never doing this again and then we roped in caitlin (laughs) and caitlin was like well you're doing it with me yeah (laughs) manipulated him into doing it with me (laughs) yeah they knew they knew (laughs) we did make special concession for scott though we're not making him wear headphones so that he can't hear his own voice i love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i'm excited to sit down um today and talk about renewal and i want to say thank you caitlin for joining us because i know that it can be a really it can be a hard topic to discuss and i appreciate the willingness that you have to share with us yeah and um I wanted to sit down because, like I said, we've talked about renewal as far as what it looks like from a leadership standpoint and the, the focus of renewal and the structure. But I wanted to, to have a discussion with somebody who's been through renewal and see from a participant's point of view what that's like. Yeah. So I am, again, thrilled that you would sit down with us. Well, thank you. I just, I mean, my thought process was if I could reach even just a single person with this, and that's really that. important. Yeah. That is, and that really is the goal of this episode, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, this, I really want this episode to be something that speaks to people where they are if they need this ministry. Exactly, yeah. So, what, um, how did you come to renewal? Because this is kind of a funny story. Yeah, I was uh, coerced. (laughs) (laughs) Under duress. (laughs) No, but my parents, I love my parents very much, and they knew exactly what I needed. And so they did tell me, like, you have to go to renewal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I really wasn't, like, that excited about it at first because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And, you know, anytime your parents are like, you have to do this, like, a part of you is like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. (laughs) But I'm kind of an adult. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, they were, they definitely struggled strongly encouraged me to go. <laughs> and so that's how it all started. Yeah. So when did you, um, and do you want to talk a little bit about what brought you to renewal? Yes. So my, you know, life dominating sin that I have struggled with is alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and alcohol, it was got to the point where I just was drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was obviously really, really bad just for my mental health, for my physical health and for my spiritual health. Right. It was very damaging. Um, and it all kind of culminated with me uh, in September of 2021. I did actually end up going to rehab for the first time. And mm. that was that was really terrifying because I had never felt so low in my entire yeah. life mm. as that moment when I basically my parents also were like, you have to go to rehab. Like, you can't come <laughs> home. You have to go to rehab. Yeah. So I did that. And whenever I got out, um, that's whenever they told me that I needed to go to renewal. Mm. And now I am glad that they did, but at the time I was like, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. And I was terrified of telling people like what I struggled with. Cause in a, in a sense I was kind of like, Oh, I bet not a lot of people, you know, in the 
Christians seem to struggle with that. Yeah, like what are people going to think about me? And so that was really terrifying. And so, but I've come a long way with realizing that this is not something that I should keep hidden. Like there's a lot of people that struggle with this kind of thing. And it's important to share your story so that those people know that it's okay to seek help. It's okay to get help from your peers or to share what you're struggling with. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about this later um, as we move through the conversation, but it's so important that you share that because you need that accountability and community. Mm -hmm. And that is what we'll talk about that about renewal because that's kind of the difference. Mm -hmm. Um, So you went through rehab Mm -hmm. and then you, and then you came home from that and straight to renewal. Yes. So when you first went to renewal, Mm -hmm. what did that, I mean, what did it look like when you went? Like what stood out to you? Yeah. I mean, I walked in and I was like, I know I'm not going to know a lot of people. I have no idea what's going on, but just immediately, like even in the very beginning, people were very, very welcoming. Mm -hmm. Like they were very much like, I want to get to know you. Like I want to be there for you. I remember I sat down that first time and like shared a meal with everybody. And that's kind of when I started learning about who was in renewal with me. Um, and people were very open from the very beginning about their struggles. And that made me feel so much better because I was right. like, it's not just me. Like, I don't have other to people. hide this. Yeah. Like, I don't have to bottle this up inside me. Like, I can share it with people. Yeah. And it's beneficial to share with people who have had similar struggles because they yeah. have a whole different perspective on the same thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So just right away, I was, I felt very welcomed. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, so what does it? So I can see that the meal is an important aspect of that because you're just getting to know people Mm -hmm. personally on a personal level and you're building that trust so you can have accountability with each other and Mm -hmm. have community and know I'm not alone in this struggle. Yeah. Um, And you know that people will probably all have different struggles, but we're all struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, So just... What does the rest of the night look like, like after you have the meal? Yeah, so usually after we have the meal, we go into, like, the sanctuary and the hub. Um, we usually have worship time, so people are leading songs. And, I've, of course, I love music, so yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, and then after that, we usually have someone read from – we have, like, a little uh, book that we're following that has, like um, – not affirmations, but like Bible verses and basically someone speaking about how these Bible verses can correlate to addiction. Um, and then sometimes we break up into small groups, usually based on like men and women. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just stay together and like discuss everything. Um, but that discussion time is a great time not only to reflect on what our book is talking about, but also to share anything personal that we yeah. might need to get off our chest or maybe even just ask people for advice. Yeah. Yeah. So did you find that, um, were you a little surprised that people were so open about what what their struggle was and oh, yeah. how readily they would say, here's my issue. Yeah. Cause at first I didn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> like I was <laughs> like, Oh, nobody should know. <laughs> but then I come here and then people are like very like open and honest about what they're struggling with. And it was very refreshing to mm-hmm. be in an environment where people aren't like trying to conceal their sins just to like yeah. make them look better or something right. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And really that's what true community looks like mm-hmm. where you're, you're living life with one another and you're saying, this is my struggle. Mm-hmm. And, um, you have those brothers and sisters alongside to, yeah. so what would you, so you went to, went through renewal. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you have any other experiences with other programs prior to renewal? Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, you don't I, have to name them. Yeah, there, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I've been obviously to like a secular rehab facility and then I have been to other programs before. And I think that, I think every program is going to have something to offer and it's going to help certain people, but I definitely prefer 
renewal because it's def- it's more Christ-centered. than yeah. Like every other organization is going to be a bit more inclusive for other people, you right. know, that are not specifically Christians. And renewal is specifically for people of the Christian right. faith. So right. I think that is why it is was probably the most beneficial of all the programs that I've been to, right. uh, just for me specifically. Yeah. So um, at any time, though, after those programs, did you feel like, Maybe, I don't know, you want to say, it didn't take or it didn't stay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I know people also need to understand that it's not always just a one and done. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, you're going to, you could have that struggle where you, I don't know if you want to use the term relapse, but you yeah. go back to your previous, you know, um, experience. Yeah, I mean, I, that was a huge struggle for me, especially early on, like straight out of rehab, that first, you know, few months that I was kind of out and going to renewal, I really, like, I I feel like I was just going through the motions for a while there. Like, Mm. I appreciated rehab, I appreciated the community, but I wasn't really sharing everything that I could have shared. Like, I wasn't getting everything off my chest. I wasn't being 100% honest with where I was at. And that actually, like, I I did relapse. Mm. That's what we're doing. I relapsed, and I ended up back in rehab Mm. um, at the beginning of the year. And I know that was, like, a horrible thing that happened. It was a very sinful thing on my behalf, but in a weird way, it kind of moved me in a whole new direction that I don't think would have happened if I hadn't done that. And I feel like I am in such a humongously different spot now (laughs) than I was like, you know, when I first started renewal, like I never really appreciated or utilized uh, renewal until after I had that experience. Like it was a huge, like a wake up call for me almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you feel like um, you didn't really, maybe until that time that you relapsed, realize the extent mm-hmm. of what was going on. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is a problem. I know. And maybe you realize the extent of the problem, but maybe didn't realize the extent of, I can't fix myself. Yeah, that was huge because I feel like at that point I was like, you know, I don't need to be restricting myself this way. Like, this is stupid. And I really, I just hadn't put it all in God's hands at that Mm. point. Like, I was still clinging on to that part of myself that wanted to do everything myself. Right. Um, And so that was definitely a huge transition. Um, I also started uh, biblical counseling. <laughs> so I, that, say, I think yeah. Scott played a big Scott part was in there right for here. the whole thing. <laughs> um, and so that like biblical counseling in combination with renewal, that was that was the wake up call. Yeah. That was the moment where I completely altered my sort of thought processes regarding the matter because right. I really was still hanging on to myself. Like I yeah. was like, this is a me problem. I can fix it. And obviously I couldn't. <laughs> so, well, and Scott, do you want to talk about that from your perspective? Because you were walking, you and another counselor were walking with her step by step through this. And you were like, I don't, I'm not sure where this is going to end or how it's going to end. Yes. Um, first of all, before I get into that, I just want Caitlin to know how proud I am of of her. Um, she has allowed the Lord to do so much in her life and me just getting to see it, to watch it has been the biggest blessing. And actually that's the way they roped me back here to do this <laughs> podcast. I was, when I was asked, I was like, no, thank you. And they went, but Caitlin's going to do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, I, I just, I, I love what the Lord has done in her life, but in all honesty, I know when we first met Caitlin, all she wanted to do was go back to school. Mm. That was the drive. Nothing else mattered. And um, I was actually telling her parents, I wouldn't let that happen. Um, <laughs> she does not need 
to go back to school right now. So um, I remember just her her talking about it so much that, that one day I, I asked her, um, I said, Caitlin, are, are you praying about this, um, going back to school? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what if it's not God's will for you to go back to school? <laughs> and this look came on her face. <laughs> and I looked at the other person who was counseling, and I was like, uh-oh. And we discussed it, and we could tell that um, she was nowhere near ready. Um, and we were like, what have we gotten ourselves into? And, and we were scared. But I also um, asked Caitlin, when you pray, are you telling God that you're going back to school? Are you asking him what his will for your life is? And to me, that was where the whole shift went because um, Caitlin admitted she had been telling God she's going back to school but when she began asking for his will of her life, just not school, but mm -hmm. everything, yeah. something changed in Caitlin. And um, it was amazing watching her come into renewal and kind of just sit there and look at everybody <laughs> to what. And I, and I say this with all honesty, when she would walk in to renewal after a while, like the, the room lit up because she was so happy to be there and, um, I just, uh, the, the changes that she has made, and, and, I, and I'm going to throw this out there, and then I'll be quiet and let y'all talk. <laughs> um, probably Caitlin has been the biggest change that I've ever got to experience through renewal, um, through counseling, and God working on their life. And the change has been just, there's no explanation except for God. And um, I am tickled, but I I would like to ask you, when did that switch get flipped to? I hate being here. My parents are making me. I'm doing it, I but can't very wait to go back to school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when did that happen I for mean, you? <clears throat> there was a lot of things that happened. I feel like whenever you asked me that question, I was like, how how are you praying about this? That was a huge wake up call because I was like, you know what? You're absolutely correct. I'm not praying about this like in the right way. I'm literally just like, all right, God, I'm going to school. Can you help me out here? <laughs> Looking and, for the rubber stamp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Yeah. I can go back to school. In my mind, I was like, you know, school is a very admirable goal. Like, I don't understand why that would be a bad thing. So, like, I didn't really think about it in like a that could be a very tempting environment and you need mm. to be very ready to go back to it. That wasn't really my perspective until you kind of asked me that. And I really did change the way that I prayed. I was like, God, you know, if this isn't what you want, then please help me see what you want. Like, please yeah. show me the way. Like, do I need to be coming up with other plans? Like, that was immediately something that I started thinking. Like, it was kind of as soon as you asked that question, I realized I was in the wrong. Like, right. I knew that I was wrong in the way I had been approaching things. Um, I was just kind of blind, blinded by this goal, right. which I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with having a goal, no. but if that's like the main thing in your life and it's overshadowing God's will, then that's where it mm -hmm. becomes a problem. Right. Yeah. Um, and I really, you know, after that, 
I kind of started realizing I have a lot of work to do on myself. Mm. <laughs> this is this is like I need to put in some serious work to myself, you know. And I started I started reading the Bible every single day. Like I have the Bible app on my Which phone. Is key. I yeah. love that you said that. Yeah, I read it every single day. I'll get like the notification saying like verse of the day and then I'll read the entire chapter yeah. from the verse of the day on That's my phone. Awesome. And so I started spending more time in God's word. I started praying like every single time I would drive to work, I would uh, use that as a time of prayer. Like I used to just listen to music and I stopped doing that and yeah. like praying. And then I started realizing that renewal was like a, a huge resource in my life like that was the place where I could go yeah. and I could be very honest to people without them ever judging me right. that was a place where I could not only be encouraged but also encourage other people yeah. um so that whenever you asked me that question believe it or not that was a huge turning point for me kind of probably like a dagger to the heart yeah because I I realized I was in the wrong and I needed to fix that and the only way I was going to fix that was with God's help so but it probably was also a release I can think back to a specific time in my life where I was like okay God this is what you need to do mm. and when I realized that's what I was doing and I gave that up mm-hmm. even though I knew that was going to be the hardest thing that I've ever said okay you have control mm. of that mm-hmm. situation in my life um it did it was such a release though yeah absolutely but it also is like like you said it's the realization okay now I still have work to do yeah. <laughs> but when you release that and you know okay but I'm trusting God to do this in my life yeah. mm-hmm. That takes a lot of pressure off mm. Yeah, as you follow in, obe- in yeah. obedience. Exactly. Let me give this, too, because uh, I did say that, you know, I was telling her parents, I was saying, please don't let her go back to school. She, She's going to fall. Don't do it. And not to be mean to Caitlin, but knowing she wasn't at a point um, of being ready to go there. But I would like to say... In the end, I was a champion for her going back to school because um, she had become so faithful in her walk with Jesus that I was her biggest cheerleader of, hey, she's ready to go back to school. And and I won't say the name of the other counselor, but as well, both of us were were her biggest cheerleaders. Yes. So how does that how did that look different when you went back to school then? I mean, it was terrifying. I was appropriately scared to go back to yeah. school, which I think is a good thing to be a which little Which is nervous. good because early yeah. you were like, I'm going, like, I'm, I'm going, going, I'm going. to school going. no matter what. And then when it finally came up and I had had so much time to reflect and to grow closer with God. And I had actually, I had really like done this thing where I was trying to like be okay with not going to school. Right. So every time a hurdle would come up, like in my journey to going back to school, I'd be like, okay, yep. maybe you should just I'm be okay. Going. But then of course... <laughs> God would open another door. There would right. be another avenue. And, like, it was it was almost insane how many times, like, I would think, okay, maybe this is not going to happen. And then just, like, a magical God-given <laughs> a- opportunity would come up that would, like, help me get back on track. It was pretty That's insane. But, awesome. um, yeah, going back to school, it was scary. But I am – I'm so glad that I did it. Like, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. I'm having, yeah. a, I'm, I'm having a hard time. But I'm also – I feel very blessed. And I feel like I live, like, a very – like, I have a very structured life, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. before, I was just kind of doing whatever I want. And now, like, I wake up on time. I do my homework. I go to church. I go to a group meetings. Like, I yeah. I do things that in the past, like, seemed, like, really difficult for right. me to do. So, I feel like it's – I'm so glad that I went back because now I have this amazing opportunity to, like, live my life up to God's potential. And, like, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. – <laughs> it's That's just kind of insane. so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to get teary, Scott. <laughs> I cried the last time we talked. And so many people that listen are probably like, is she going to cry on every episode? <laughs> Maybe, maybe I will. Um, But I just, I love this because I want people to hear this, that there is hope Mm. to change in the Lord. Oh, Hunter, it's, I think that's so important about sharing how God has helped people because 
I was living like a miserable existence. Mm. Like I was doing whatever sinful thing I wanted to do. And I like just the simple things in life, like taking a shower and doing your laundry, like easy things were like difficult for me. And now like I, I enjoy doing things like that. Like I love, like sometimes I just take a moment to pause and I'm being like, I need to thank God because before this was so hard for me, like I couldn't do this. And now because of God's help, I'm able to do this and I'm able to find joy in these small things. That's awesome. And I think now is a good time to make the point that, you know, for you, it was alcohol, Mm -hmm. but there are so many and we made this point in in the podcast and renewal. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are so many life dominating sins, mm-hmm. and that's the difference. It, it, not just saying addiction, yeah, because addiction kind of implies um, substance or alcohol or that you know that kind of thing. But there are a lot of life dominating sins. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. And I mean shopping yes. or eating yeah. or I mean you know there's any number gaming. I mean. We could we could make a very long list. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's not the point here, but the point is if you realize, you know what, I am being dominated by that. It's it's my obsession. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm doing. Or it's what I do to make my life easier or to get away from something, you know, that's where you, you need to stop and say, Okay, Lord, what what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And if you, um, and you know, maybe some people are saying, well, how do I know? Um, how do I know when something is, is dominating my life? And, and I'll tell you something that's good is what do you turn to when things get tough? And for some people, it may be alcohol or drugs. Some people may open the refrigerator or veg out on their phone. Or, and uh, so it's, it's important to ask those questions to ourselves. When, when things go tough, when, when the, the road is a little bit rocky, do I turn to Christ or do I turn to whatever? And, and that can be a good indicator of having a life-dominating sin, no matter what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I just wanted to talk about that because, again, <clears throat> not everybody's going to have the same um, thing that you might have in your life. But I think we don't stop to realize there's more life dominating sins than we realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that renewal is not just for a few of them. Amen. It's for all of them. Um, well, so at I would imagine that, and Scott has kind of alluded to it, you know, when you first started coming, you were like, I'm here because I need to be ministered to. Mm-hmm. But as you grew and as Scott started forcing you to pray the right <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as the Lord helped you see, oh, wait, I'm not. I'm not really seeing. That probably began a path where you were you were more ready to minister to others. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit, because that is definitely a switch from when you first come to when you, you know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm never done being ministered to. Like, that is a a continuous journey. But I think you kind of reach a certain point where you feel like the Lord has helped you get to a point where you can help share with other people. And I think the big turning point for me was when I gave, like, my full testimony in front of everybody Mm. in renewal. And that was obviously terrifying. Like, I I knew these people, like, (laughs) very well. (laughs) Like, they knew what I struggled with, but they didn't hear, like, all the dirty details of everything. So that was really big for me whenever I shared that. But I just, I remember I felt, like, so empowered afterwards. Like, it felt so nice to have people that, like, 
knew me to my core. Like they knew everything about my story. They knew about my journey in Christ. And a lot of people came up to me and told me like, that was really encouraging. Like, I really appreciate that you shared that. And I realized that was kind of a moment where I did realize that it is important to talk about this. Yeah. Like, cause a while, for a while, I didn't want anybody to know. Like, I don't want anyone to know what was wrong with me or where I was for a couple months, like nothing. Where'd but then, you go? yeah, like what happened to me? Um, but then I just got to the point where I was like, no, 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 I don't think that's what God wants for you. I think God wants you to be open. Like you don't have to share every single detail of your life, but you can still be open about what those life dominating sins were and how amazing he was to pull you out of that. Because that's a really powerful story to see how God can pull you out of that. Yeah, that is. And that's why I was thrilled that you would sit down and and talk (laughs) because I think you said an important thing. I'm always going to need to be ministered to. And I think that's another point I wanted to make today. We're always... You know, sometimes you are the person that really, really, really is in a in a spot where you cannot pour anything out into anybody. Mm-hmm. You need to be ministered to, and the Lord needs to work on you and, and your heart. But for the most part, as we continue our path and with our relationship with the Lord, we're in both places. We need to be ministered to, but we also need to have that um, time where we're ministering to people. Yeah. So I think that is a huge, I would say, Scott would say, that was a huge indicator that you're in a good place. Yes, absolutely. I even went to her. Um, I had, um, there was some new people who were coming to Renewal, and and um, I thought that um, Caitlin would be able to speak into their lives. So I, I actually went to Caitlin and said, hey, I need you to give some of that back. Yeah. And, um, and she was very willing to do so. Well, and that's encouraging to you, Caitlin, because, oh, yeah. you know, okay, not that you're trying to please anybody or earn anything, but mm-hmm. you're like, I am, I am, the Lord is allowing me to really have grown in these areas and I mm-hmm. am doing better and I'm in a good place. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest gifts that God can give you is allowing him, like allowing you to use your story to help somebody else. Right. Like that's a fantastic mm. right. blessing to have. Um, Cause I feel like everybody has... Everybody has their own individual stories, and I think God can use every single one of those stories oh, to yeah. help somebody else. Yeah. So that was really a good feeling to know that I had gotten to the point where I could help other people. Amen. And that's something that I would love to, in the future, to get more into is to, you know, help out with more ministries and help yeah. share that story. And just even if I could help just a single person, yeah. I feel like that's why it's oh, so important. I love that. We're love ready it. for Caitlin to come back to West Park after school's <laughs> over. Right, We're going to put her to work. <laughs> just a few more months. <laughs> Well, I know, I, I know I love it when you're here um, just to to be with you in worship. Yes. It's great. Um, wow. I mean, what an amazing testimony of God's grace. And I, and again, I love, I think it's important that what you said about we each have a story mm-hmm. and God's given us our story for a purpose. And I think we can be tricked into my story doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. one way that we, you know, what God's doing in my life doesn't matter. Um, or I shouldn't tell mine because it has some questionable parts to it. Yeah. But I think as we hide that, we're not serving the Lord with that. And the enemy is using that to keep you kind of in that place of, I don't want to say bondage, but you're, you're stuck, mm-hmm. you know? And that is not at all what the Lord intends. So yeah. that's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> Again, I love that you've said that. Is there anything else you want to tell us about renewal? 
Well, I mean, I can't recommend renewal enough because, like, obviously I had a bit of a slow start. Like, I enjoyed it from the beginning, <laughs> but I think a part of it was like, oh, I'm being forced to go here. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what I don't. In the world. <laughs> like, I enjoyed it, but I also, I don't know. So, I mean, I just can't recommend it enough because yeah. it doesn't matter like what your sin is. It can be alcohol, it can be drugs, it can be literally anything else. Yeah. Food, video games, anything, yeah. anything that you're putting above God is a life dominating mm. sin, and yeah, I think I it's important to go into an environment like renewal where nobody's going to judge you. There's complete, you can be anonymous. Like nobody's yeah. going to tell anybody. That We're not going to put everybody on a podcast. Yeah, I'm not, I'm the exception. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else has to go on a podcast yeah. and talk about it. Um, so it's just important to have that environment. Right. And it's so amazing when people go and they get all that off their chest. You can just tell they feel better. Yeah. About, like maybe yeah. just crying a little bit, maybe saying something that's just been weighing down on them. Whenever they get that off their chest, you can tell they immediately feel yeah. better. And it's, it's so encouraging hearing people talk about mm-hmm. not only the things that they're struggling with, but how God has helped them in those things. Even if it's a small baby step for in their life, it's yeah. still really important. Yeah. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I can't recommend people go there enough. I wish everybody <laughs> that struggled <laughs> would go to renewal. I know Scott, I don't know if you would appreciate having a, a hundred people in there. But I'd I, take them. I would <laughs> take them. Bring Scott them on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I can't recommend it enough. He would not fight that. No. <laughs> well, it's been awesome to sit down with you today and i am very proud of you and excited very excited to see what god's gonna do because i believe truly he's got great things me too i didn't used to feel that way i used to be terrified for the future because i didn't know what was gonna happen to me and now i no matter what like life throws at me i know god's gonna be there for me i just i love that that makes me so happy um so i i can't wait when will you graduate my plan right now is for the fall. Okay. So in December of 2023, hopefully I will be a college graduate. That's going to be here before you know it. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. That's I can't crazy. tell if I want it to be there or if I want to like, enjoy this time <laughs> or I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. It's, you're torn. Yeah. Well, good. Well, we're excited. And, you know, I wouldn't be sad if the Lord brought you back to Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, but, I'll be here over the summer. Okay. So, yeah. But I also know that you're studying something that's not just you can't just go anywhere to get a job. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is my. Only Sometimes option. it doesn't pay to be smart, does it, Scott? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Oh sure, <laughs> Scott, that's not true. <laughs> well, again, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Scott. I know that you didn't want to be, but we're very glad that you were. Yes, thank you. Thank Scott. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank it you. means a lot to me and to Kaylin that you were here. Yes, it well, is. Thank you. But if there's anybody listening that. Um, is curious about renewal please reach out to us Um, the best way to get in touch is to go on the website and um, you can look under the ministries tab and find it and um, we would love to help you if you have a need in your life because as you've listened to Caitlin you have to see and agree that we know that God can do anything he can change anyone and we would love to be there to help you. But thanks again for listening today. We look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for listening to Impact the World, produced by West Park Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing, leaving a review, or sharing with a friend.